0: This is the happy hour. You guys want a happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe. I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. <laughs> Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting. A 937 the ticket and the ticketfm.com. In. Happy Wednesday. This is the happy hour. 93.7 The Ticket, the Ticketfm.com. Nick and Rico joining you as usual. Got an exciting day coming up. This chair is so low. I look so I, weird. I, I, this every street. every morning. Dude, look at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so I, low. I look like a giant. It's so low. The chair is so low. Well, like every, I know I'm short,
1: but come on, man.
0: <laughs> look at you. <laughs> This is rude. Bach. <laughs> no no no. I, I think it might be Sorensen. Because every morning. He stands a lot. He does stand a lot, but
1: every morning. <laughs> you had to tilt the camera. I down. did, I did. The chair wouldn't go well, if I put it up anymore, then like my knee like this the like wood part over here on this side is so far down that like you can't raise the chair up and like get close to the I have to sit I'd have to sit back here. And then I have to move the mic over. I just didn't want to do that.
0: So I. That's awesome. Keep it a little lower. And then you just Um, tilt the camera down a bit. Well, anyway, I think because when I come in in the mornings to do the show at 8 a.m., and I sit in that chair, um, it's usually pretty low, and I usually have to boost it up a little bit just mm-hmm. to make myself look a little bit better. Um, um, I'm just a short king. That's Yeah, all it is. I don't know. You know, if Rico, if your idea of chair lockers comes to fruition at the new place, you have to worry about you it. You want to worry roll about roll
1: a chair it. out, roll a new chair in. I, this is a great idea. This is, you know, it was
0: it was funny during uh you, are you one of those people, Rico, that gets a. a you overreact when people yes. move your seat in your car.
1: No, I don't because either. My, so when I take my if I take my car to to get fixed somewhere, um, I'm short, as you all know, obviously. Mm-hmm. So mine's a little further close. It's closer to the to the pedals. Okay. Um, so whenever I take it somewhere, everybody's taller than me. My chair's pushed all the way back. Okay. So I one time I didn't even think about it. Got in, turned the car on, and I was like. Wait a minute. I can't reach these better ratios. That is scooping Jerry forward real quick. Felt like a little kid. I was like, ah, <laughs> ah.
0: <laughs> well, so the reason I ask is because, and I hope my dad's listening, my father gets over the top pissed off. Papa Sainer, When we move his seat in his truck or when we move his rear view mirror, he gets in. And the first thing every single time that he says is, ah, "Somebody move my seat."
1: Four zero two four six four five six
0: eight five. He gets so frustrated, and it's like, what am I supposed to
1: do? Not be comfortable? You have to. I'm not supposed to tailor so, and tailor it to where I need it to be. So my rule, <laughs> my rule when I get in somebody else's car, unless I literally cannot drive. I do not move their stuff. I have to. Unless I literally cannot drive. If I'm up on the steering wheel or if I'm too far back and I can't reach the pedals, I will not touch their stuff. Even then, I will sit on the edge of the seat so, to not move people's things because I know how I know how annoyed people get when things like that happen and I don't talk, like as long as it's safe for me, not touching the mirrors. I'm I, not doing
0: it. I have to because I'm one of those also people. This is the last thing before we actually start talking sports. Um I I don't sit up perfectly straight when I drive. I sit comfortably, and so I, I slouch. Back? I slouch a little bit, and so I don't sit as as just straight up mm-hmm. as my my father does, and he gets so frustrated with us. If it's
1: like half an inch,
0: yes, <laughs> and it's like it's like this whole marathon to try to get it back to where it exactly needs to be. And only he knows. I can try to move it back. Like, there's been times where I'll move it, and then before I get out for the last time, I'll move it back. You're like, see if I can get this right. And then I'll get a phone call. It's like, hey, did you move my seat? I'm like, why are we calling? You can't just move it? No. You know what? You have to call me and tell just me gotta, that you know that I moved your seat. Just got to let you know. Thank you. But um, anyway, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the starter t- haman uh, text line. Nathan says, darn right, at least put it back. Um, where I had my seat in mirrors. Chase B says, when my fiance has to drive my car, she's Rico's height, so the seat is always pushed up, but I always forget about it, so when I get in my car, I smack my knees on the steering wheel. That happens. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it's, I suppose so. All right, let's, uh, let's talk some TV times, because I know, I know you and Bach kind of talked some things in the water cooler, but some new ones have been announced just in the last 10 minutes or so. So here's the rundown. First game of the year for Nebraska is on the road at Minnesota. That is announced as a 7 p.m. Central time kickoff, and it will be on Fox. And so that's a Thursday, I believe, if I remember correctly, to where on August 31st, it'll be Matt Rule versus P.J. Fleck, and that will be on Fox. Rico, yes. Minnesota is a real inexperienced team this year. And Austin and I were kind of talking back while you guys were on, on the air. You and Bach—that is. Mm-hmm. That one other thing is Minnesota's defensive line coach goes to Purdue. Yes. Um, it's more of a case if you're taking if if you're looking at a coach, are you taking Matt Rule or are you taking PJ Fleck? Because there's a whole lot of unknowns surrounding these two programs. Obviously, Nebraska, you guys know why. Minnesota, you graduate the grandpa quarterback Tanner Morgan hmm. and the grandpa running back Mo Ibrahim, mm-hmm. you don't have Trey Potts anymore because he went to the transfer portal at the running back position. And so you bring in Kaliak Manis, and he is the full-time starter now for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. They graduate their very old and experienced offensive line. And one thing I will say about P.J. Fleck is that he's 4-0 and in bowl games while at Minnesota. 4-0 in bowl games while at Minnesota. And if you are taking a coach in that game, if you had to say, all right, this is going to be a game between coaches, right? Mm-hmm. Are you taking Matt Rule or are you taking P.J. Fleck on August 31st at 7 p.m. on Fox?
1: I'm taking P.J. Fleck. Okay. Uh, Matt Rule has been out of the college game for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, P.J. Fleck has built it with Minnesota into a pretty respectable team, albeit not a... Consistent top twenty-five team. They have had some flirtations in the top twenty-five. Um, even if you don't like the guy, even if you think he's annoying and and standoffish and sloganeering, mm-hmm. and you know all what whatever you want to say about him, the dude can coach football. Well, the dude, the dude is is loved by all of his players. Um, except the one. Except for the one. Except for the um, one. <laughs> that this the one guy. try to get him fired. Uh, this is the one guy. Um, and. As you said, he's four and zero in bowl games. He's finished, I believe, over five hundred in every season at Minnesota. Maybe I'm wrong there. Maybe there'll be one or two. So
0: there, his first year in 2017, the year that he he designated as year zero. Mm-hmm. In 2017, when he got there, PJ Fleck went five and seven. Then he followed it up with a seven and six year in 2018 with a quick lane bowl victory. Then it was the 2019 eleven and two year where mm-hmm. they finished tenth in the AP poll that year. They got to as high as seventh in the country. Mm -hmm. And then it was in this order, I guess they started the year at 19th in the country. They went three and four. Then they went nine and four and nine and four. But you'll remember that 2020 year, the three and four record. That was when they had like 30 players. They didn't have anybody. And they came into Memorial stadium
1: and, and beat Nebraska. Yeah. They didn't have anybody on that team. So that, that year I, I, it counts obviously because it counts for everybody. But I throw that one out there. So he's been under five hundred one time yeah. in his in his coaching career at Minnesota. Uh, I think he's a fantastic coach. I do mm. think he is slightly annoying, and I would love to beat him. But um, in and terms we of the, taking, we want the broken chair trophy. Yeah, I love that trophy. We, <laughs> we want so the trophy. We it. want the five dollar bits, bits of, of broken, broken chair trophy. I love that trophy so much. But in terms of who would I take this first game? Uh, Matt Rule coming off of his two years in the NFL and hasn't been in the college game for a while and uh, and, and new coaching staff getting together and, and trying to install a new system and all of that with all these transfer players and what have you. I'm going to take the guy who's been with this team for a mm-hmm. while, has a quarterback that he trusts in after uh, finally being rid of old man Tanner Morgan yeah. uh, and and, a, and an offense and a defense that seems to have been going really well for him, albeit you're losing a bunch of weapons on the offensive side. I, I still think that he'll be able to get the best out of them. Uh, do I think Minnesota's going to win? I'm not going to go into that right now. That's for another time. But in terms of coaching, I, I believe that I would take P.J. Fleck over Matt Rule in this first one at least.
0: So, so that once again, the Minnesota game kicked off at 7 p.m. on that Thursday night uh, the, on Fox. That's going to be a really fun um, and, and exciting two days for just Nebraska fans um, of all sports. Because obviously on August 30th, you have Volleyball Day in Nebraska at Memorial Stadium. The concert that nobody's really worried about still waiting. Hopefully in the
1: next week. We'll probably hear about that. They said, what did he say, earlier, mid-June, that they would announce it? I would assume that by the end of the first week of June, we'd know. Honestly, if they came out and said there's no concert, I don't think people would care. But
0: they also announced, while we're on the Volleyball Day in Nebraska, that extra tickets are now available, standing room on the field, Mm -hmm. which makes me wonder. Are you upset? Are you you a little mad? If you bought tickets across the stadium, are you upset? I, I think you would be. But you have to stand the whole time. It's okay. There's a very good chance that you're standing for a good chunk of it anyway. That is true. Because you're standing. If people need to look, okay, they're but, standing up. But if they need, to, if they need to really
1: zoom in. More important question. Food and drinks, are they allowed on the field? Mm. That's questionable. I don't think so.
0: That's fine. I wouldn't want to pay concession stand prices anyway.
1: I mean, you don't want to, but you, like, if you're going and you're, <laughs> you're there for that to. long, you're probably going to. I don't think food and drinks are going to be allowed down there, so I would say that uh, I think the seats are still better. And again, yeah. honestly, just you—you you haven't announced the concert already. They're it's doing sold out. You're bringing in more more standing room. You're getting close to ninety-one thousand yeah. uh, seats butts and seats people. people in the stadium <laughs> just I am trying to think of how I was going to say it <laughs> there's butts and seats and there's people standing I don't know you're getting close to 91,000 people in the stadium I don't think they care about the concert just cancel it put it in the middle of the field you're good to go I'm sorry but they're going to have I a mean, concert I mean they're going to So then, but at this point they're going to have a concert 402-464-5685 4, 4, if, if Trev Alberts came out June, uh, June 15th and said hey for Volleyball Day in Nebraska no concert just volleyball would you be upset? I don't think a lot of people would. I'm going to make that a Twitter you, poll question. You, you know where I stand on this. I know you do. You know where I stand on this. Because you love um, concerts.
0: I I think the concert... Number one, with having 90-plus thousand people in the stands, you're going to be able to draw a pretty decent name, I think. Um, and in addition... I guess on the other side of it, maybe they didn't have the concert
1: lined up before. Now they're actually trying they're to like, get "Oh somebody. crap, crap! We actually <laughs> have, like, oh. we're actually having fans <laughs> here." So uh, that's not they were going to get any. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. So back to the football scheduling times. The following week, the Week Two game against the Colorado Buffaloes might ruffle some feathers for some people. It is an 11 a.m. Central Time kickoff on Fox. It is Fox's big noon kickoff that week, which means that if you're going to Boulder, it'll be a 10 a.m. kickoff there local time in Boulder, Colorado. That's great. There's going to be a lot of frustrated people, I think, with this game because it's not going to give them an opportunity. Well, unless you're you know truly dedicated, I suppose, to get up, tailgate, hang out with the rest of the fans before you got to go into the stadium. Oh, you can at 7 a.m. And, and at the end of the day, after that game, if Nebraska, for example, if Nebraska isn't able to get the best of Colorado and they fall in Week Two's game against the Buffaloes. That's going to be a
1: long day.
0: It's going to be a long day, and I'm not so sure they're going to want to be out and about in Boulder after that. You
1: have all day to hang out in Colorado. But on the flip side. In your Nebraska gear. In the, after possibly yeah. losing to
0: Colorado. <laughs> on the flip side, if Nebraska is able to go into Boulder, then this will work out really well. You get to hang out in Colorado Nebraska on Nebraska. <laughs> Fans are going to be flooding the streets in, in Boulder, Nebraska gear, and there might be some issues
1: after possibly beating Colorado. <laughs> there, there
0: may be some, maybe some, some issues. Uh, Either way,
1: you're going to be in Colorado. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to in be your in Nebraska Col- gear.
0: in your Nebraska gear. So, um, yeah, uh, Rico. A lot of people are on your side. No need to pay for an act. Let See? the let the volleyball team and athletic department keep all the money let
1: all four volleyball programs keep all the money you don't need to pay a concert you don't need to pay somebody to pay play a concert
0: yeah believer shout out to your son he says believer says so my son has been out of school for a few weeks we listened to the ticket on the way to school my 10 year old said turn on the ticket when we got in the car just a minute ago shout out to believer believer junior believer junior believer Believer junior shout out to you guys appreciate you guys listening um, all day long. I hope this is your new favorite show. I hope so, too.
1: You're welcome.
0: Let's get through the rest of these here really quickly. Uh, the On September 16th, Northern Illinois, 6 p.m. Central Time on Fox Sports 1. Feels like Northern Illinois, it's always a night game. Always is one of those that Nebraska kind of just
1: scrapes Ooh. on by. Nebraska first night, night game. Third quarter, fourth quarter. We still doing it? We got the fire? Ooh. We got the light show? We got the video? Do they change songs? I like the song. I feel like you got to change
0: something up with it, unfortunately. I'm not sure you want to do something I mean, if you want well, to make new, it a new, tradition. It's a new era of Nebraska football. If you want to make it a tradition, it doesn't matter about the era. They still do the tunnel walk. <laughs> They're going to do the tunnel walk from a different area. A different they side are. Though. Oh, no. Maybe it is a new <laughs> it's era. It's a new era.
1: It's a new era. <laughs> Son of a gun. You're right. Okay, change the song. Change the song. <laughs> they changed Herbie, too.
0: Dang it. I. With that being said, I hope Herbie does come out on a motorcycle every game. I hope they get rid of his cheek pimples. <laughs>
1: that's what, it. If, what if that's like room for them to breathe? For the per- no what? For the person inside? Yeah. yeah. No, the Just mouth is flow. the mouth is room for them to breathe. Okay. I think air they're flow. looking out of the mouth, aren't they? Um, little red looks out of, of like the his little, belly, the the, the, the chest, yeah. the sternum area. I'm pretty – well, you have to be decently tall yeah. to be to be Herbie. I yeah. think it's – because the head is massive. I'm pretty sure they're looking out of the mouth. We're not We're not doing mascot right Keep now. Keep going. Okay,
0: October 6th, they will travel to Champaign mm-hmm. and face the fight in Illini at 7 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. So now that is, well, obviously a little less than a month apart, three weeks apart. Fox Sports 1 will be the home of, of a Nebraska football game. Nebraska uh, playing on FS1 a decent amount. Yeah. It's well, not CBS, but – It's not October twenty eighth. Big Ten Network. October twenty eighth. We don't know uh, the TV network quite yet, but we have a time against the Purdue Boilermakers. It'll be eleven a. m., two thirty p. m., or three p. m. That's not doesn't tell you anything helpful at all. But eleven a. m. would you would assume probably Big Ten Network more than likely because Fox won't probably elect Purdue, especially if you if you look at Purdue's schedule. um,
1: They have a hard schedule, don't they?
0: Very difficult.
1: Where unless Purdue unless Purdue and Nebraska are doing really good, and then they flex that to Big Noon, they could two first year head coaches. Let me battling let, it out. Let me tell you Purdue's schedule here, Rico, for the middle of the Big Ten West.
0: Fresno State at home, okay. at Virginia Tech, Syracuse. By the way, that Syracuse game on week three is on NBC. What is Purdue trying to be in the ACC? Uh, Syracuse versus Purdue is on NBC. Two thirty kickoff on September sixteenth. You want to watch that one? No. Then it's. I watch it. there is a there is a significant chance that Purdue doesn't win a conference game until November 18th. My birthday. The the last the second to last game. And it's because their their Big 10 conference schedule lines up like this. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin, loss. Illinois, loss. Iowa, loss. Ohio State, big loss. At Nebraska,
1: possible loss.
0: At Michigan, loss. Minnesota, Loss, <laughs> And then it's Northwestern, which they'll beat. They'll beat Northwestern. Maybe. Indiana at home. Two wins. So, it, it, I mean, it's it's dicey for Purdue there.
1: What if Pat Fitzgerald turns it around? With Ben Bryant, the former Cincinnati quarterback? Yeah, man. It's yeah, only maybe. like the third year in a row that we've said this. Remember when Pat Fitzgerald didn't have back-to-back bad years? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pepperidge Remember Farm it? remembers.
1: Fat, fat, uh, fat. Pat
0: Fitzgerald. <laughs> I said it. Pat Fitzgerald, um fat Pat.
1: Uh, <laughs> He's not fat. Like, He's not the, fat. The dude at all. is muscular. But we, we always mess up whether it's you or me. It's we, kind of, it's just his one. name. Pat Fitzgerald. <laughs> like it's just you just switched a letter. It's, it's Pat whatever. Fitzgerald.
0: Um Yeah, so they'll he had a, he was getting NFL looks potentially too a couple years ago. Um and then last but not least, Frico, there's a special element to this. And it this one comes on Black Friday. Against the Iowa Hawkeyes. Yes. And it will be played at 11 a.m. on the CBS network. Love it. Do we have the music? We do. Let's go ahead and just... This is what you hear on Black Friday. Coming to you from Lincoln, Nebraska. It's the hy V Heroes game. Is it still hy V? Is it Shields now? I think it is Shields. Shields Heroes game. Yeah, I think it's Shields. You want to start over? <laughs> no, I don't. So the Shields Heroes game between the Iowa Hawkeyes. The trophy's at the, the Shields. Nebraska. Or at least it was. Is it really? It was at the, is, it so was at the Shields in Lincoln. It's like the one where it just passes around between the Iowa Shields or the Nebraska Shields. Yeah. I don't nice. know if
1: it's still there. I don't know if it goes like to Shields around the state. Mm-hmm. But it was there. I don't remember when. It was around a little bit. After Christmas time, we were in Shields, and I was just—it was just like there, like it was up. Nobody could touch it, Mm -hmm. but it was up above, like some of the Nebraska jerseys for sale. Yeah, and I was like, I like pointed up, and I go, I think that's the real trophy. (laughs) Like there was no, there was no like glitz or glamour. Like it
0: was just there. When I was when I was in Iowa City that day, I I remember so at the end of the game, obviously the Nebraska media contingent, like kind of like huddled around the trophy mm-hmm. with like on, on Iowa's final drive and Nebraska had to run the entire length of the field to go get the trophy or whatever mm-hmm. and they like come rushing over and there's the I I will, I don't forget how he looked there were Iowa football fans Holding on to the trophy so that Nebraska and I believe Miles Farmer was the guy to grab the trophy for Nebraska, so that they could not grab the trophy. So it was little tug of war with Iowa football fans and Miles Farmer and Garrett Nelson. Yep. And, and uh, obviously the football win. players ended up winning. Miles Farmer and Garrett Nelson yeah. are going to win that <laughs> so, fight ten out of ten so, times. Anyway, um, yeah. So that
1: was that was a fun fun evening though. And then uh, the
0: next day, you had a head coach. There so you
1: go. Chase B says it's still there. Oh, perfect! It's still there. We seen a trophy that looked exactly like it the other day. So yeah, it's definitely yeah. at the Shields and Lincoln.
0: We also got a question earlier.
1: Do you guys think Nebraska fans are sick and tired of 11 a.m. games? I mean, they might be, but I'm not. I like 11 a.m. games as long as Nebraska. Like the okay, the only issue I have with 11 a.m. games the last couple of years is that Nebraska keeps losing. And that just ruins the ruins rest the of the day. Because then you're, you you oh. want to watch college football, but you're like, oh, my team lost. And, and you know, a, a 2.30 game is pretty good. 6 p.m. games are fun in terms of, you know, playing under the lights and all that stuff. But I just don't like, you know, having to wait all day to get to those 6 p.m. games. I like 11 a.m. and 2.30. I think those are perfect. I love the 11 a.m. games uh, so long as Nebraska wins and I can enjoy the rest of my day. Mm-hmm. Well, so what's what's I would say is, when you look at the potential matchups,
0: Nebraska's not scheduling like an Alabama or a Texas. or well, Alabama and Texas played at 2.30? They played at 11 last year because Fox Big Noon had it. Oh yeah. Uh, you think they do it again this year? No, because it's at Alabama. Yeah, it's at Alabama. It's, yeah, gonna it's be ESPN. Alabama, it's ESPN. Uh, yeah, so Texas at Alabama, by the way, 6 p.m. Central Time on ESPN on September 9th. But,
1: That's going to be a good one.
0: Which... That's the same weekend as Nebraska-Colorado.
1: Yeah. So you get to watch Nebraska beat Colorado early and then in the day. Texas at Alabama that night. And then you get to watch whatever game happens in the middle of the day. And then you get to watch Alabama-Texas.
0: Yeah. So anyway, when you lo- I guess but when you look at matchups and stuff, that's why Nebraska's playing Northern Illinois at 6 p.m. or Illinois at 7 p.m. is because you don't have uh, a game against... I suppose Oklahoma, or you don't have a game against just other other top programs that maybe a network would be like. All right, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Even like a Nebraska Arkansas, right? Another Power Five program to be specific. Um, there's no Nebraska Stanford. Nebraska
1: Arkansas would be an interesting game.
0: Or, that would be fun. I would I would like to make a trip down to Fayetteville again. Fayetteville is fun. But either way, a couple of the other ones that just to kind of let you guys know of Week One games. The first game to be on CBS as part of their Big Ten CBS package mm-hmm. comes to you from Piscataway, New Jersey. Love it. Northwestern at Rutgers at 11 a.m. Central Time on Week 1 on CBS. Um, other game on Week 1 is West Virginia at Penn State. That one will be at 6.30 p.m. Central Time on NBC. So, Are you watching that Northwestern Rutgers game? Absolutely, just to see the presentation on CBS. 100%. Absolutely. That that first week of, of of games, some interesting ones on ESPN's family networks. Florida at Utah is at Ooh. seven p.m. on August thirty first. I believe that's a that'd be a Friday. That'd at be Utah? on seven p.m. at Utah. Florida at Utah. Then on that Saturday, it's Virginia Tennessee at eleven. Arkansas State at Oklahoma at eleven. Boise State at Washington. UNC versus South Carolina. And LSU versus Florida State. Ooh. That'll be the check to see if Florida State's legit or not. I like that one because the the Florida State team obviously they're they're getting recognized up there as well, but you don't know how stable of ground Mike Norvell is on either. Mm-hmm. So
1: Mike right. Norvell is uh, just uh, in the weirdest situation.
0: He is, especially now that Deion Sanders has like emerged as a Power Five coach. Well, Power Five, maybe he's on a Power Five. Level level now, yeah. so that makes the Florida State possibility even that much more real. I think, and in addition, um, do they hire? We'll yeah get into it later. We were also talking. We were, also, ta- ta- we were also talking about Willie Taggart earlier. Yes. Do you know where Willie Taggart's at right now? Uh, he is not in the college game. He is an NFL assistant coach. No, then no, running backs coach for the Baltimore Ravens. That mm. is where after Willie Taggart got fired from Florida Atlantic. Tom Herman ended up taking over. Casey Thompson now the I was starting about to quarterback. Say South Florida. I don't know yeah. why. Because that's where he was before Oregon. You're right. That's where Willie Taggart. Is Charlie well- Strong still in South Florida? No way. No, because uh, isn't Dilfer? No, he's at he's an at Alabama UAB, school. UAB. Yeah. Charlie Strong. Please tell me Charlie Strong's still in South Florida. Head coach of South. Sal- oh nope. Just kidding. Dang it. He is. He is now the. Mm, what's happening? I don't happening? think he's coaching. Oh man. I don't think he's coaching anymore um, because he, his Wikipedia page says, more recently, Char- Charles Rene Strong okay. is an American football coach who was most recently the co-defensive coordinator at the University of Miami, which makes it sound like he is no, no longer. longer the co-defensive coordinator for the University of yeah. Miami. So Charlie like Strong's Charlie. day is done. I um, want Charlie here it is. In Nebraska. Just kidding. CBS Sports, March 1st, 2023, by Tom Fernelli. Alabama hires former Texas Louisville coach Charlie Strong as defensive analyst. Heck yeah. So he is at Alabama. Back in the game, baby. There it is, Charlie Strong. All right, let's get, take a break. We come back. We'll talk Casey Tominaga, his decision that's going to be coming prior to midnight tonight. So we're just kind of just waiting around for the final word from the sharpshooter KSA Tominaga himself. And we'll talk about that coming up next on Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore singer and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.